Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On OffTheHookSports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off The Hook Podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off The Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Jacob Warren joins us, and it is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. This fall report episode, we remind you, if you like it and subscribe it, you'll see more of it. You'll see more of Jacob. You'll see more of what we offer at offthooksports.com. So we encourage you to like and subscribe. Bassey Lawn and Garden, man alive. It's worth the drive. I've got a lot more to tell you about them. Boating up Satoro. Count on it. Joined now by Jacob Warren, who joins us each and every week. And uh, Jacob, I certainly appreciate the time. Tennessee made a lot of news over the weekend and in recruiting and over the past week. And a couple of things I want to ask you looking back on your your prospect days. Hmm. We say something in, in recruiting that I'm not sure is really even true, and it's called momentum. You, right. you hear one guy drop, one guy drop, and then suddenly it seems like they happen in bundles. Is right. there such a thing as momentum? Um, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think that you, a team, I guess momentum is the right word. You know, there's <clears throat> there's one big guy, right? I think for us, it was Nico. Nico committed a while back, made that public, and it's been – one of the bigger things in recruiting that they've talked about with our team. And naturally you have a guy like Nico who is very outspoken and very, um, <clears throat> I guess is good at recruiting in a way also um, kind of gets a, the buzz going around with a lot of the other recruits. And like we've talked about before, I think there's, there's a lot of guys that talk back and forth um, recruiting wise and they meet each other and they're friends with each other and, you know, it's, it's really easy for them to just reach out to him and be like, dude, like, come to Tennessee with me this weekend. Like, let's go hang out. Like, it's cool. Like, I want you to see it. I think you'll love it. Next thing you know, you know, we picked up another four star. We picked up a three star. or We got a, a crystal ball for, you know, whoever. And so um, the more buzz around a program, I think the more that's really the momentum you're talking about is just the, the buzz, the publicity. Um, just the trend, I guess, is, is how it goes. I mean, Tennessee obviously has a lot of that. You mentioned Nico. Just mm-hmm. your thoughts on him and and meeting him. I'll let you pronounce his last name if you want to. Um, 
<laughs> not even gonna try. <laughs> Still going, Nika. But you said you actually met him on yeah. a visit where, yeah, I don't know if it's a long hair or if it is the reaching out to a lot of different prospects or just being a young guy or just seeming very confident. But he even admitted during his visit that some of the other prospects thought he was cocky. And I don't know where that came from, but he said that, not me. But you said he wasn't like that at all. I think like <clears throat> like I've seen I've seen ego, I've seen cocky, I've seen, you know, full of himself, whatever. I've seen that before. I've seen a lot of different people and and naturally I think with a kid like that, like it's gonna happen. Like you're gonna be he's gonna carry himself in a confident way, in a way that you know, you know, he, he is somebody, right. You know, he, whatever he's doing, like the way he carries himself, um, you know, that he's like the big dog and that like, <clears throat> to me, like if it's, if it doesn't affect the way he treats people and the way that he talks and handles his business, then like, I don't see a problem with it. There's nothing wrong with, with holding yourself, you know, you know, you know, kind of whenever puffing your chest out and holding your head high and, and telling you like, I am that like, I am the guy, you know what I mean? I love being the guy. Yeah. I think, that's kind of how he is. And um, yeah, like I, I've, I've mentioned, and I think we've talked about a little bit, you know, when I met him and obviously I'm on the team, like he sees me, he probably looks up to me as someone that, you know, just whatever, just the same way I did when I was committed to, to Tennessee. So he sees me in some type of way, but was immediately very easy to talk to very um, like just humble, I guess. Like it, it I think everyone, it's weird. You go in and you expect him to be cocky. You expect him to be overconfident and stuff. And when he just greets you with a, like, with a handshake and like hugs you and just says like, man, like I'm happy to see you. Like I've never actually met you in person. I'm happy that we're actually able to connect. Like, like I respect that and I appreciate him for that. Just being willing to actually just be real and be, be himself, I think is, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going real roundabout, but um, I know I wouldn't say it's cockiness. I'd say it's just true to just confidence in himself. And um, the process has obviously <laughs> inflated his hit that in a way, um, which is what it is. But yeah, like, that's how they are. They got to be confident. They got to be they have that that get that number one mentality. So, yeah. And I think the fact that you mentioned this to me before that he wanted to meet you, it would be easy if he were an ego guy to say, Hey, here's a guy that's going to be gone by the time I get here. I don't really need to build a relationship with him. I need to build a relationship with his underclassmen. But he didn't think like that. Or, or even the guy coming in and being like, like, who are you? You know, what are, you're not going to help me get where I want to be, or um, you can't give me anything or, you know, you're, you're, you know, I mean, just coming in and thinking he's the next great thing, whatever. That's not how it, that's not the the vibe I got from him at all. So, yeah, and you don't have to tell me who it might be, but who's the guy that you came across of across that that had the ego? Because you mentioned you've seen that before, and you don't even tell me it's a Tennessee guy. Um, I mean, I was like, there's just moments that I can remember just being like, that's just not like, that's not right. Like you shouldn't be acting like that. And like, I don't even know, like I could think of a couple examples. Obviously I'm not going to just name them, but sure. um, it's people on other teams. There's people on, on past teams here. There's just, it's been all over the place and naturally it's going to happen. Like you have a bunch of, 
of young adult men that are in there and everybody's t- like I said, everybody's telling them how good they are. And, you know, everybody in their hometown is, is rooting for them and, and, you know, thinks they're the greatest things in sliced bread. And it's all just <laughs> comes together. And then now <clears throat> they might start treating people different, might start acting different, whatever. And, um, it's pretty obvious, but I appreciate those who, who go against it. Did you ever go on a recruiting trip and say, man, I hope that we don't pick the same team. Cause I really don't want to play with that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. So there wasn't even an ego that was even that close to even approach that. No, I'll say no. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, Nico has reached out to guys via social media, mm-hmm. um, which I find interesting. I've seen that happen a couple of other times. And, you know, some guys want to be active recruiters. Some guys don't. Mostly the quarterbacks want to be active recruiters. But yeah. when you have a guy that's reaching out to you that's not a coach, that is a bit more of an objective third party that's chosen a school and reaches out to you, what kind of weight does that carry? I think – um like even within a program, I think the players like us, me, my teammates, we have more, not more um, effect or more pull, but I think being around us and being just truly like feeling like you're a part of the team on your recruiting visit is what these guys really want, right? They want to be around the guys. They want to f- see what it's like to hang out with us and, you know, see if they mesh with us, with our, with our culture and um, just kind of how they fit in and, um, I think it's similar if you have like a recruit like Nico or something who he he's come here. He understands what we got going on and he's just like as excited as anybody to get here. Um, and I think it's easy for him to um, kind of communicate that excitement and uh, kind of get other guys on board that might be on the fence or <clears throat> um, just anything. Like if I was if you had just bought a new washing washing machine and you were really excited about it and I'm in the market for a washing machine, like I'm going to come or a Toro lawnmower right that's right i'm looking for i'm looking for a lawnmower and um like you know the guys to go to and that's just the same thing like if i'm looking for a school and i know nico is a good buddy of mine and he obviously is all bought into it i don't i don't see why i wouldn't be interested if that makes sense yeah and then i thought that tennessee also over the weekend um in in picking up shadavion uh bradley yeah huge and um, I'm going to make a weird sort of argument. Now, I'm not saying one's more significant than the other, but yeah. I do believe because, correct me if I'm wrong, that Josh Hopple's offense is pretty quarterback friendly. Mm-hmm. I think there are probably more than one guys named Nico or Arch that could run that offense at a high level. Okay. But if, if you end up getting somebody special, like a Will Anderson type out of a mm-hmm. defensive end, an edge rusher, that could really be a game changer. I'm not putting that on Bradley and saying that's the guy, but if Tennessee does come across a guy like that, boy, that's a program yeah. answer to say the least. Yeah, guys like that, like you mentioned Will Anderson, like he changes a program. Like he changes what that team is able to do and – like naturally, not just saying it's literally just him that's on the defense that makes it run or whatever. That this this new recruit's going to be, you know, the next Derek Barnett, whatever. But like when you have somebody like that, like that's huge. So it's just as important to 
to make sure that you're picking up pieces of the puzzle that that can turn into those guys for you. Um, and obviously, that's a huge recruit or that's a huge get for us this past weekend on the edge there. When you face a great edge pass rusher and you know it going into the week, are you like, oh man, I'm going to have to be in and help more in pass protection? I don't, I don't know exactly how the scheme works, but yeah. does that mean that you have to take on more of that? I mean, you, um, so especially up front, you try to. Obviously, if there's a guy that's just super dominant, he's just a really good player. You can you can slide protections to him. Um, you can try to put your best pass pro guy on him. You know, obviously, it's not going to be possible all the time, but um, you can kind of scheme things up to where you can kind of get the guys where you want them and make sure you've got your best pass setter going against the best pass rusher. Um, you can put a tight end in the hip. You can put a tight end in the core. Um, and maybe chip him on the way out or uh, just let the tight end kind of hold him up and, and maybe get a double team or you can get help with the back. Um, there's a lot of different things you can do to kind of combat a really good pass rusher. Um, but obviously, like you have guys that are just like super freaks, so they're going to go out there and they're going to make plays regardless. They're going to be able to get to the quarterback and uh, be disruptive, and it's just our job to, to scheme it up and, and to – to do our job, you know what I mean? At the same day, like, sure. those guys aren't superheroes, you know what I mean? Like, we, we put our pants on the same way, and if we go out there and execute and do what, do what we're taught to do, then um, it's competition at the end of the day. Jacob made the reference. I want to ask how tough it is to go against a guy like Will Anderson. But first, it's brought to you by Vassilana Garden. To own the more that owns every job, then get to Vassie Lawn Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vassie, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vassie's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. And it certainly is. The thing that stands out to me about Will Anderson, Alabama defensive end, linebacker, edge, whatever term you want to use, um, is that he is equally as good against anchoring down against the run as he is rushing the passer. A lot of times you see guys that just want to rush the passer. Am, am I right in that assessment? Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's an overall – he's a very solid – run player, pass player, pass rush, everything. There's a lot of guys, like you said, like there's people that only want to rush the quarterback and you only see them giving 100% whenever it's third down, third and third and eight, third and seven, and they know this is the time for them to go get that money, right? So there's, there's people like that and there's people that actually really commit to the game and that understand uh, just to play their job and, and do what they can. So, Give me a shout-out of a couple of guys that do the little things, maybe not the – go get paid things, but right. the little things on your football team, uh, the t- Tennessee's team that you that you really respect for doing it the right way. Defense? Uh, both sides of the ball, e- either or. I, I, just, I think it's interesting <clears throat> you brought up the fact that some guys want to do everything and other guys, in the end, could probably just do one thing and still make some cash. Yeah. Um, so just kind of the people that stand out to me, um, Jalen McCullough, safety. Tank, we call him Tank. <clears throat> like really, truly works hard at everything he does, and 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 tries to develop every aspect of his game, and and isn't in it for you know the big picks or if he doesn't have an interception in the game, he's not worried about it as long as 
he knows he made, you know, he communicated everything effectively. He was in his run fits when he was supposed to. He wrapped up, made sure he was gang tackling. He's running the ball. He's very much that type of person. Um, so that's one on defense. I guess one on offense. Um, I feel like Jerome Carvin's always been that way. Um, Jerome Carvin's very, very much the same way. A very talented offensive lineman, um, but cares just as much about, you know, being on the backside of a of a sprint out scheme. You know, all he all he really has to do is just hold up. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's really into it, and he's giving his he's giving his all, making sure that, you know, his assignment is taken care of, and he's communicating down the line. He's played center. He's played guard. Um, whether he's pulling, you know, whatever it is, um, I think it kind of goes the same for him. Is he's not really too worried about, you know, trying to be pretty and make all these big blocks. He's just trying to do his job and and to help the te- team succeed. So. What do you what do you take pride in that's overlooked by fans in your play? Um, I think just I don't know. I think people saw me a lot as a pass catcher coming out of high school, which I was right. Um, but I've truly like put in a lot of work to become, you know, viable on all three downs and being able to run block, being able to pass block, being able to catch the ball. I think a lot of people. Um, and this is no fault to anybody. Um, I think a lot of people will see Princeton, who's super athletic, super fast, great on his feet, good hands, can make plays with the ball, see him and are like, like, wow, that's our pass catching tight end, and this is our blocking tight end and me, right? And I think people forget, like, <laughs> I can still catch the ball, I can still run, I can still do all these things. And um, I don't know. Not everybody does. I think a lot of people appreciate my game, and I get that from a lot of people. Like people are, are like and enjoy watching me play, um, and think I do it the right way. And uh, obviously, it's not perfect. Um, there's a lot of times where people are like, oh, "Man, I see you down in the middle, like you know, hitting people and like knocking people on the ground." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you didn't see the time when that guy knocked me on the ground two plays before that." <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I appreciate it, but like, it's not really that serious. But um, yeah, no, I, I just. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I can do. Um, very versatile. And I, I appreciate that in myself. And I just wish more people, I guess, would see that. Who who other than yourself is your harshest critic? Mm, I don't know. I think my my um my dad's very, very easily will not easily. I, I don't know how to word it. I knew you were going to say your dad before I even asked because he he's, knows he's staring at you the whole time. The whole time, like he's not watching anything other than me, and he knows he knows exactly when I'm on, like if I'm on the goal line or something. I feel like we we've probably talked about this. Like I'm on the goal line and <clears throat> I fall step or I miss a step, and I'm not I'm not I'm behind on a block and I don't get my hat inside or whatever. He's like, like you're supposed to have your hat inside on that on that goal line block that cut off, and I'm like. Yeah, I am. <laughs> like, and it's not always like that. Like, he's all—it's always love after a game. If I have a bad game, like, he knows not to just come at me and, right. you know what I mean? Let me have it. And he's never ever like hurtful about it. It's always constructive. And he's just kind of—he'll kind of wait a couple of days, and then we'll be at dinner or something on Sunday, and he'll ask me about it, and I'll be like, "Yeah, no, I messed that up." He's like, "Yeah, I thought, I thought so," <laughs> but um, obviously, understanding that it's all out of love and. Um, he just enjoys watching the game and, and trying to help me get to where, where I want to go. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I have a son, and I think he could be playing with uh, Tom 
Brady. He could be playing <laughs> with all the superstars in the world. Right. And I'm just going to stare at him the whole time. Yep. It doesn't matter. That's all it is. <laughs> all it is. <laughs> it's like if it's a Super Bowl, you know, your dad's going to be staring at you and he's going to be like, hold the guacamole. Right. Um, the offense is on the field so, right. for whoever that might be. So for uh, Jacob Warren, I'm Dave Hooker. We want to thank you, Bassy Lawn and Garden. Bassy Lawn and Garden will take care of you when it comes to service on that mower. When it comes to hedgers, trimmers, mowers that you need, Bassy Lawn and Garden, they've got Toro count on it right there in beautiful Cleveland. Easy to find. Man alive, it's worth the drive. For Jacob, I'm Dave. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.